This is DJ Blake, and my next guest is eager to do the right thing and prove he deserves a spot in the music industry. This artist does not let his past define him. Introducing Young Jay. DJ Blake. Welcome back, everyone. This is DJ Blake, keeping you up to date with all the hottest hip-hop news and sneaker talk. And today I'm with a very special guest, the one and only Young Jay. You know who the fuck it is. <laughs> so with Young Jay, there's an X somewhere. I think, where's the X yeah, at? It's, uh, it's Y-X-N-G. Hey, there we go. What's the meaning of your name, Young Jay? Uh, well, I, it's like tribute type shit. So like one of my favorite artists. But like, I don't know. It's just a little special secret. <laughs> special secret ingredient. Yeah, it's, just, it's a thing to me. You know? Yeah. What's the difference between a little and a young, in your opinion? Because you see those a lot when artists are coming up. Um, I, I there's a lot of them, but it's your own thing, I guess. Yeah. You know? Is it something? Do you think you're gonna drop the young when you get older, like Young Jeezy did, or Little Bow Wow dropped the little? Nah. Nah. <laughs> I might warp it a little bit, but yeah. I probably won't change it. Right. So, how did you start branding yourself as Young J? Uh, branding myself? I don't, I would like, ooh, that's a hard question. That's a good question. I don't know. I just, like, I started off doing music in my homie's, like, um, little room. We, like, in, like, Years have passed, and we've gotten bigger and worked with bigger artists, and mm-hmm. it's just gotten filthier and filthier, and I've, like, expanded. So I just, like... Making little, little, Yeah, exactly. Little, just building it. Yeah. And building material. Right. What made you start music? And how old were you? Ooh, depends what type of music. Oh. See, my thing was, like, rock when I was a little kid, a little punk kid. And then I did music, like... Classical, all that, did piano with my mom, learned all that, band, choir. So I did that when I was a little kid, and then writing songs. But then it transferred over when I started doing stupid jit shit. (laughs) And then, like, uh, my first ever song, well, like, released right now, is uh, a song that I roasted my ex with my homie. Oh, no. So... 
And that's kind of where it started, at least rap wise. <laughs> that's the same as like Young Germ. They started with the yeah. diss track. <laughs> that's, my, that's my homie. Hey, that's the homie. No, I actually started out in band also before I got in radio. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> from like s- sixth grade until I until I graduated, I was in band. But I, I hated band. I hated it. I liked it. I, I didn't like it. it at all. So literally, the summer I graduated, I burnt my clarinet. Like I Dang. made a bon- I made a bonfire See. with my clarinet. See, saxophone. <laughs> I play saxophone. Oh shit! You don't you can't burn my- that. <laughs> that was my majority in band. Was Dude, that, that was my shit? Yeah, sax is awesome, bro. I had a, um, you know, the bass clarinet. Mm-hmm. So I started out with the regular clarinet, and then I upgraded to the bass clarinet. And then like halfway, like it was like in middle school, I accidentally yeah. dropped the bass clarinet in the middle of class, and it was like all together, and it split in half, like it completely broke. But I was like renting it. So I didn't want to tell the teacher that I broke it for like three Ooh. months. I pretended like it was working and I had to like tape it together. And then the band director came up to me and was like, Blake, why is your clarinet squeaking so much? And they picked it up and it is fell it, apart in their hands. I was like, it's oh, not fuck even it. together. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I don't know. I think classical music and like instruments are important. But um, yeah. hip hop is definitely like the number one genre right now that the youth are reaching out to mm-hmm. older people can too you know yeah it's a big it's a big genre now mm-hmm. it is it, and so many subcategories to it, it you know there's so much stuff it's it's so it's i love that's my favorite genre because you could always people like older people try to place like the stigma store hip-hop and i'm like oh but do you know there's country hip-hop do you know there's rock hip-hop do you know there's all different types there's, of rap and all that it's just metal it's going yeah you got your boom bag, your old toss. Yeah. You got every. You got gangster. You got your south shit. You got your west shit. There's. It's everything. Every. You got your UK drill. There's Australia drill now. <laughs> Did you know that? There's Australia drill now. Oh man. That shit's insane. Wow. What made you decide to, for your first song to put out to be like a hip hop song versus classical, even like a piano song or rock song? Well, it was more like. In the moment, in the thing type shit, I was just in a studio with my homie Sean mm-hmm. Ubis, Kid Ubis. He's from out here, but um, that's my homie, that's my brother on everything. And I was in the producer of my other homie, Off Clyde, and that's my nigga too. But um, we were just up in there, and he was making beat, and then we were just like, we got roast this bitch, we got roast this <laughs> bitch, and then. We just got to roasting the bitch. <laughs> and then next thing we know, everyone's popping, listening to that shit. And I'm like, okay, I guess we got to stick towards this shit, you know? Oh, no. And we did it. We're not really on that roast. I haven't roasted anybody. I haven't dropped the diss track since then. So right. That was just a little kickstart. Hey. <laughs> Where, what platforms are your music on? Is it SoundCloud? Uh, I got SoundCloud. I got YouTube. I, and then I got like, one or two projects on like all pro- hey, platforms. Yeah, what do you think? What is the importance to you about putting your stuff on other platforms besides SoundCloud? Because don't you think people fall into a stigma if they just are on SoundCloud and being a SoundCloud rapper? Yeah, I, I feel like I um yeah like there's SoundCloud rappers, then you got YouTube rappers that like try to stick to YouTube. Oh wow, I haven't and, seen like, that. What? <laughs> like YouTubers and that make yeah. music and all that. But then like 
I got a lot of people asking me, you got Spotify, you mm. got Spotify, you got Spotify. It's all about branding. It, it's Spotify is popping, <laughs> but like they be fucking people over too though. Yeah. Like with money wise and yeah. like viewing and like nowadays it's so hard to like view what's real views and what's not real mm. views. Yeah. Cause I could go online and go buy me a hundred k views, oh, and shit. that's that. That's that's yeah. that's just facts. That's been proven. Any famous person will tell you that. Right. So like, hmm. you never know what's what's actual views and huh. what's. That makes sense. I guess, like, when it, honestly, what it all comes down to is, like, connections. You Connection. Know? And I think the main thing, and a lot of artists will tell you, is the show. Show connections mm. and how well you're popping on stage. Yes. Have you been able to perform a lot? Or uh, Yeah. I, hey. Over, like, the past, like, year, I, be, I was like, oop, hit that one. But I, um... I was performing with homies at uh, K-Tub and Kirkland. Oh, K-Tub. <laughs> I know K-Tub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we kind of ruined that doing stupid shit over Dude, there. Dude, I was... And we got banned. <laughs> oh, what? But uh, I get to go back there in January to perform with Slam. Oh, Slam Gang. Yeah. yeah. And all the homies, so that's going to be fun. So when where'd you grow up? Did you grow up on the east side? Did you grow up... Uh, I was born in Sacramento. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then I moved up to here in Everett. Oh, wow. I got adopted. Yeah, Dude, that's some shit. Sacramento is a cool place to grow up for music. Like, do you listen to Mozzie or anyone like that at all? Mm, kinda. I used to as a little kid type shit, mm-hmm. but I haven't really. I don't know. I don't listen to much music now. I'm making music. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I'm more into like making it than listening to it. But right. I still listen to hey. certain artists. Who's like? When you listen to music, do you focus on newer artists like Little Pump or something like that, or is it more yeah, like older I music? Listen. <laughs> I don't listen to Little Pump. <laughs> I used to fuck with that nigga Tough when when I was popping like Zans and Molly and doing all that. I fuck with that nigga Tough because that nigga was that that nigga shit when you're off the bean is insane. But uh, no, nah, I don't really listen to that nigga no more. But shout out that nigga Smoke Perp. <laughs> that nigga, that nigga's coming with fire. You hear his new album? Yeah, that shit was fire. Fucking boot gangs back and sober. That's fire. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I I be Adam twenty two. I be watching that t- all know, the time. You know all who the I time. just met? I interviewed um Little House Phone. Do you know uh, who that is? No. Nah. Uh, you don't know Little House? That's his co-host. I just you do. probably have seen Little House Phone on um, No Jumper, but yeah, I, I met Little House Phone at his concert. He um. He came down from L.A. and, like, mm-hmm. put together a concert that was all just, like, Seattle people. And he was the only filthy, guy from outside. Filthy. Yeah. So what is the, um, what is it like making connections out here? Have, have you, you, were you, you were born in Sacramento, but you grew up here in in yeah, Seattle? Yeah, right. because of, like, family's high shit. Gotcha. I got taken by CPS. Mm. And I was adopted out here, but, like... See, I grew up in a nice, nice house, but I don't know. I was attracted to other <laughs> shit. Oh no! I, 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 because like I was in a split because I lived like right by Mariner High School, and if you live in that area, you know mm. what that area about. So like all my niggas out there, we were doing stupid shit, breaking yeah. in car, doing all that, and then I caught my first case at the age of twelve with a GTA. Oh shit! And then it was over from then. That, that changed my life. <laughs> It, it it crazy. Are you on a good path now, then? Yeah, 
thanks to my amazing girl keeping yeah. me out of stuff Shout and out. all the homies. Yes. Keeping away from stupid shit. Right. But yeah. How do you do you try to help people when you see them doing stupid shit also? Or yeah. is it their own lane? <laughs> like, I won't stop a nigga. But I'll definitely tell you, like, if I've been down that path, I'll definitely be like, bro, stop mm. that. Or if I'm going to lose a nigga over it, I'm going to be like, nigga, you better cut that shit the fuck out. Right. Like, on everything. Because right? mm. I lost a lot of homies, so right. I ain't trying to lose no more. Right. So when you make connections and, like, have, like, artist friends and stuff, being in Kirkland right now, no, you said Kirkland, Redmond, Redmond, Redmond. Right now, do you, where do you meet all your artists? Are they up from actually? I I stayed to my North End niggas. Oh, okay. everyone in the North, mm-hmm. I mostly talked to. I got to talk to Jay Loud. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. I've been talk. I talked to uh, Macintosh. That was amazing. Oh man, I've, I missed that concert, dude. He so pulled many... out to my homies' memorial show. That was amazing. Wow, yeah. I met him over a, mi- a million times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Husband Benjamin, X Ray, I met all of them because they yeah. were out there, and that's when I first met Macintosh. Dude, that's dope. That shit was filthy. How do you think you go about making a name for yourself in Seattle? Because there are a lot of. You just got to work and grind your stuff. You got to just mm-hmm. work and make yourself a name. Work with as many niggas as you can. Right. Do that show time, get shows. Because I started off working in parties. Oh, really? Yeah. Do party shows as much as you can. Throw a party, do mm-hmm. a show, just to get show time, you right. know, just to get popping. Because, like, if you go to a party, Hella Head's going to show up because Seattle Head's like the turn to <laughs> show. So if you yes. throw a party, you're most likely going to get a lot of heads. You got that attraction, you got the attention, you got all them snaps. Yeah. Easy. That's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. So how do you make yourself different on stage versus other people who are performing on stage? Mm. I don't know. I just like to keep it lit because, like, I see other performers and I'm like, oh, I wish I could have done this. I wish I saw this. So I'm like, all right, let me do that. I can't really hang from no ceilings yet. <laughs> Travis but, Scott and all that yeah. shit. <laughs> but at one point I will. I will. One point, I will. <laughs> Is that your goal? <laughs> That's my goal. That's my goal. Right. If I get a big enough crowd, I'm going to fucking drop from the ceiling. Dude. That, on x type shit, <laughs> on some Travis talk. Yeah. Everything. So, I feel like there's like a barrier between what up-and-coming artists can format and then getting to even like Pike Place Showbox. How do artists go about doing venues like the Showbox or... Mm. Ever coming close to in like CenturyLink? How do you how do you get to that level? Uh, I know it's hella hard. I found it's hella hard out here compared to other places. Actually, it's hard because mm. there's not as many venues as other right. places. Because like you can go to Cali and you can go to a fucking bar and there would be thirty people sitting there ready to just watch you bust a sixteen maybe. Uh, there's rap battles, everything yeah. going on. Go to the south, there's rap battles. You could go to a bar, everybody gets yeah. da, da, da. But out here, there's not many venues like that where you can yeah. actually. And like most venues are on some asshole type shit. I see that though. You can, you can basically name all the venues on your fingers. You exactly. Know? Yeah. I'm trying to get to El Carranza. That's, oh shit, dude! I was there the other day. That place I'm is satanic to... looking as fuck though. <laughs> hey, that shit lit. I'm trying to get up in that bitch. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. What makes you stay more attracted towards the up north artists versus Tacoma, Kent, Renton, 
Seattle. Actually, that's not like I performed. Shout out to Blue Flame. That's the best niggas out in Tacoma. <laughs> I think that group is amazing. I got to perform with them at uh, this like it was like a knockoff little. Uh, see, that's the fuck thing about out here too. Niggas be like. Uh, fucking name dropping. Oh like, yeah, they be name dropping like little hoe ass. <laughs> like they be like little what? Like uh, the homie, the prophet. See, I talked to that nigga, and um, there's some other Simon. That nigga uh, fucking posted and was like, "We're having a show. These niggas gonna show up. These niggas are in Arizona. I'm not even like hating on them niggas. Mm-hmm. Go get your clock. I would be performing in Arizona too with Shoreline. Fuck it, Seattle. So if I'm in Sh- with Shoreline, hell yeah, nigga, we getting turned <laughs> on stage. But uh, dude, I but, saw them. I saw them in Canada. Dude, really? They went nuts. They can no matter what where they are, they make the crowd go insane. Exactly. But then, but I gotta see a lot of. There's some iffy artists, but then Blue Flame, that whole group, <laughs> murder that shit. Young JJ, that nigga killed that shit. Right. Fucking, but I think out in like Can Federal uh, Federal A Federal Way area, I think like Jay Loud has that whole area. Fucking, he's mm. a big artist. If you know yeah. who that is. Do you think it's hard to make connections in Seattle then? Because you're naming all these places, like so. It seems like it's easier for you to make connections. Like it's easy, but like I've grinded my ass off trying yeah. to talk to these people, mm. trying to. But I. Uh, Jay Loud wasn't that hard. I just texted that nigga and mm. that nigga replied. But like, it's been mostly right place, right time. Right. Do you think Seattle artists treat each other equally though when they actually are talking to each other, or do you think one artist, even if they're not big, if they yet, if they're real better? artists, if you're real artists, you're gonna support any art being made, mm. and that's just facts. Yeah, that's true. And that's just facts. Yeah. Man. So I'm just gonna put it that. Okay. Yeah. What is the importance of like? Fashion in hip hop. Fashion, because you uh, don't really see that. It, as... it it takes putting like your lyrics and all your vibe yeah. on the track and putting it a vibe into a person, someone to look up to, oh. someone to like. Not, I don't want to say treat as a god, but treat as a god. That's true. Hmm. Damn. Do you think? What do you think? It what. People go broke trying to act, like resemble other artists, you know. Like, how do you get away from? They don't invest themselves. They Mm. invest other things. They don't invest themselves though. They invest their brain. They invest their houses. They invest their homies. Invest yourself. Invest your homies and do all that. Buy property, man. Buy a lot of property, (laughs) but don't just buy one big ass house for yourself. Yeah. Buy a bunch of houses, mm-hmm. sell them off to people, rent them, and then you make instant money while making more money on while you're on tour. Right, right. How do you invest in yourself right now? Uh, <laughs> no, ways. no, it's, it's... ways, <laughs> oh. ways, secret ways, <laughs> secret ways <laughs> of dead. investment. Do you think that some artists in Seattle feel like they have all the answers, but they want to hide it to themselves? Do you see that at all? Uh, no, I see a lot of artists that think they have all their answers. But they don't. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Why do you think that is? Why do you think Seattle's set up in that way where some people think they have all the answers? Because a, a lot of us are cocky as fuck out here. A lot of us like the challenge. A lot of, a lot of us like butting heads. Because, hmm. like, the friction, I don't know, sometimes artist friction creates some dope-ass shit sometimes. 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 Right. But then sometimes it... 
just like get things get blown out of proportion, you know? Yeah, some but like I I don't know. As I view it, if y'all really want to beef like that, y'all are just getting each other fan bases at that point. Really? Because y'all are just beefing, blah, blah, blah. And at that point, you're having people pick sides. So at that point, you're kind of just building a fan base because this nigga's like, oh, no, I got this nigga. But then, oh, no, I got this diss track. If it's really about like that. Yeah, it's all about making a community, I guess. Mm -hmm. But do you think it's staged at a certain point then? Yeah. There's a lot of beef. That are staged nowadays just for the cloud of it. Huh. A lot of cloud. It's Interesting. It's all cloud. <laughs> what, how do you know if you found a genuine artist who actually is about what they're doing? Man, the studio. That's that's where you, you'll you see a real artist. <laughs> if you see a nigga just up, up in the vibe, just going for it, then you're like, yeah, I'm going to fuck with this nigga. I'm going to rob with this nigga. Because, like, mm -hmm. I've seen, like, Cause like I got little homies that rap and I see potential where I was at and I was like okay if I can work with you sooner you can get to here faster. Right. So I'll be like okay I see you trying to grind I see you in the studio trying mm. to hit that shit so that's a genuine artist to me if you're really gonna do what you're gonna talk and walk the walk mm. then you a genuine artist then yeah. do it. Right. Yeah. Do you want to be an inspiration to up and coming Seattle artists? If I am, I am. If I'm not, I'm not. You know. Right. I'm not really trying to be anything other than myself. Right. What are the What are some goals you're trying to reach? Man, I'm just, just trying to experience it. I'm trying to experience the world, go places. Right. I'm trying to see all these huge ass stages, all these crowds going insane. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to see those faces. I'm trying to hear. I'm trying to walk in these other interviews. I'm trying to do all of this, you yeah. know. I'm trying to sell out stadiums. I'm trying to go across the world. Right. Do you make music for yourself or do you make it for people? Uh, it's it's all different. It's all different. Mm -hmm. Cause like it's all in the mood I am, you know. Cause like a lot of the time it's self music. What's going in my mind? Other things, mm -hmm. scenarios, other stuff. So I'm just trying to storytell just to get out of my mind. But, like, a lot of other music is mainly for other people, certain songs for other people, mm -hmm. other vibes, other community groups, trying to expand my base, you know. Yeah. So are there certain messages you try to reach in your music, or is it just... You say it's you just letting it all out in a way, kind of. Yeah, every beat got a different vibe. Every mm -hmm. beat got a different story to tell. Right. How do you make yourself have a... Unique sound versus other artists in Seattle or outside of Seattle, even. I don't even know. <laughs> That's just I. I just do what I do, and right. I just hop in there trying to what what I want it to sound. What I see in my mind, I want it to sound like that. If other people like it, you like it. Mm -hmm. And if it's true, and if it's actually good, people will fuck with it. Right. Just time will tell. Do you tap into your previous like art adventures, like? being in band or saxophone or anything like that or is that just like your past now? with like rhythm and shit that helps a lot in tune and all that mm -hmm. choir bait a lot based but when i'm making like beats with my homie micah ali stezzy and stuff mm -hmm. that comes a lot of bass right and like just hearing that type of stuff and other music just hearing it i love hearing that type of ooh. so do you record and you you produce music and you also 
don't record? produce like that. Like no. I can with my homie. Right. We just do it as just chill type shit. Mm-hmm. But I just mainly say like I'm a songwriter and artist. That's hey, songwriter and artist, pretty dope though. Pretty dope. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty dope. dope. Not gonna lie. Pretty. Dope. <laughs> what is the importance? Of hooks to you, because I <clears throat> I think a hook brings a song together. But like, of if someone shows me their music, a lot of you the know, times they won't even have a hook at all. You know why Apple and all those things have a thirty second preview, right? Right. Because that's the attention span of most uh, people to catch someone if they're going to actually listen and buy that. Yeah. You got thirty seconds to catch their attention. Right. And then it's gone. They're not going to listen to it if you don't catch them by then. So if you don't got a catchy ass hook. You ain't gonna catch no one. Nobody's gonna be like, all right, let's, let's hear what this nigga got to say. They're gonna be like, ah, right, this shit weak. Let's move on. And that's, that's that's true. That is true. So you better make something catchy as hell. <laughs> that's why I like to, people say I got some basic ass hooks, but it's basic, but you still got it stuck in your fucking mind. Yeah. Is it harder to make hooks or lyrics? Yeah, it's, not, it's all the same. It's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> You give me a beat, I vibe with it, I'll write you a song, five to ten minutes, boom. Dang. You want a nicer one out, ten to fifteen, boom. <laughs> it, it's it's, it's like, I don't it's like know. a nature. It's a nature in a way, because I've been doing it for so long. And like I've been doing it for so many different reasons. Right. Hmm. Do you think Seattle's supportive of up and coming artists? Do you think you see venues support one genre more than hip hop? <laughs> hip-hop more than another genre man i feel like venues be supporting fucking rock bands and all mm. the punk bands way more yeah. than uh hip-hop artists but uh within the hip-hop community there ain't much support either why is that at least i see because niggas are too much on them like Nigga, I'm trying to get here. I'm trying to do this. It's not, I let's work together. Let's work this shit. It's, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm trying to be taught, not, not. Mm. It's always a dog-eat-dog world. <laughs> so if, if it's like that, then I'm going to chop off your head then, boy. <laughs> oh, like, um, it's like, it's a cruel, but like, it, it's viewed like that. It doesn't have to be, though. That's it doesn't have to be, but if you make it that way, it's going to be that way, you know? Yeah. And that's why it's like that out here. Mm. That's why you got all these different communities just hmm. button, button, not much support. Right. Do you think that needs to change? Yeah. If there's going to, if, if it's going to be like, you, if Seattle wants it to be like Cali and Florida and all these places where music is the vibe throughout the whole city... And through the whole state, yeah. and you better, we better stick together and work it, cause we we are able to have that spotlight. Yes, but we we're not able to work together to reach it. Huh. What are some ad- up and coming artists that you know? What is some advice you want to give them? Ooh, ooh, man, time, everything within. See, I, I have to tell myself that, too. Uh, everything is within the right time. Yeah. Everything is within the right time. So just practice and just keep grinding and grinding and grinding. You'll get there one day. One day. Everyone can grind. Everyone can eat, mm-hmm. you know? Everyone can eat. You just got to be able to grind it. Yes. What are some final words you have for Seattle? 
Man, stay lit. Stay safe. Fuck the perks. <laughs> Put the, the perks down. Yes. On everything. Put the perks down. You don't need drugs to have fun, kids. Ooh, I'll give a little shout out to the homies real <laughs> quick. I got to. I got to show love to the homies. So, my homie Money Leaky on Jerry King Swiper, Ubis Off Class. <laughs>